back to another episode of an extra dose podcast. We are Alexis and Samantha of adoubledose.com and we're here with another episode for you guys. We just got, what's new with us? We just got back from a trip not too long ago. We had, with everything going on, we had a trip planned as much as much as most of us did probably during this whole COVID stuff, which we're still going through. But we were like supposed to go out of town in April and then we were like, okay, we'll just wait. And we decided, okay, July, we can just go somewhere and obviously take precautions. But the area that we had booked ended up being not the best area for us to go to right now, just with everything going on. So we last minute changed our plans to go to Austin and we weren't going to like a resort that was like really packed. We actually went to a, it's kind of like a wellness uh, resort and you guys may have heard of it. It's called Miraval. But we weren't promoting the hotel in any way, so we're not going to go give a full review right now. But it was a cool experience. We liked it. I felt like we did decompress a little bit. I wanted to decompress a little more than I did, but (laughs) that's another story. So um, anyway, we had a really good time. I feel like it was nice to get away, different scenery. We got facials with our mom, which was really nice. And we ate a lot of healthy food, which I really liked. I had never been anywhere that had stuff on the menu that was just like the way I wanted it to come out. Like it was, they had like zucchini noodles, they had like chickpea burgers. Uh, I mean, they had meat stuff too, but that it was like so up my alley. I loved it. Jackfruit, yeah, sandwiches. We took a few classes um, on stress management and what was the other one? Um, balance, like balance. having balance and light. They both were so enlightening. Like obviously. I've heard of meditating. I've heard of being outside in nature, but the way that the teachers explain it is just so, I don't know. It just makes you think of it in a different way and you're not bored. And I feel like it's just a good 45 minute little push to like get you to reset. Motivated. Yeah. And it, it definitely changed my mindset a little bit to where we're going to try to alter our working schedule. This is the first week we're doing it, or I guess the second (laughs) week now, but we'll see, you know, hopefully we can stick with it. I think We've not hit rock, rock bottom, but I feel like I'm like, this is, it's time for me to have a normal schedule. I cannot be working all hours of the day and drive myself insane like this. Like I could sit here and respond to messages. I love it. That's why it's so hard. I could sit there, but inside my body's like, no, stop doing this. And I think in turn, Sam and I argue all the time. We're always on edge. We're always stressed out. And I think, I just feel like we don't, we don't think clearly. I mean, it sounds oh, dumb, God. but like, yeah, just and every day stuff, we just, I'm not, I feel like I'm kind of in a cloud and in a, fog. in a fog all the time because I'm like kind of buried by my stress all the time. So, and it's, I mean, it's stress from work, which is 99% of it or like 90% of it. The other 10% is like how much I stress and uh, guilt I put on myself to do things. So I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate, but it's a work in progress, but it's been a long time I think coming. it's a good, like in the place you're staying. You cannot have your phones out. The only time you can be on your phone is inside the room and um, to take photos. If you're taking a picture of something you're doing or whatever. But that was very – I mean, we knew that going into it. And I will say there were times a little bit more relaxed. I was, like, at the pool reading a book. And I did read a book. But then I'd be like, oh, let me just, like, respond to this text message. Yeah, or we like, should have been more forceful. And, you know, like – I mean, I did. I was more like at dinner. There, so there were a few times where we like were we talking about something. And I was definitely way more present than I ever am at a meal, which is sad to say. But 
uh, we were talking about something and every five, every meal I feel like you're like, oh, let's like look that up or let me show you this. And it's like, you're like, oh wait, we're supposed to be off our technology. So it's like definitely a good wake up call to be like, okay, I should be practicing, practicing this in everyday life. And it's ridiculous that we've gotten to this, this place in our lives. Like, I mean, it's not just us. It's like everybody, even our mom. And I would see people around us with still their phones and stuff. So I think it's good. I feel like that should be enforced more in everyday culture, but in our culture, we're so used to going, 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 and like it's not really like you don't feel like you're working hard enough if you're not if you stop and you're lazy. So I think it's just a good reminder that we need to be more present and in everything that we do. And I've seen it in so many times, like Sam said with the fog. Like I have lost and misplaced so many things because I'm literally not thinking. I don't remember doing stuff. I'm like I like not drunk, but I just like I feel that way. Like I'm like I don't remember what I did with that, and it's like I definitely did something with it, but I just I'm like so aloof all the time I don't know what I'm doing so that's what happens you try to multitask at 30 things and I, I've become good at it but also terrible you're not, that, you're not that amazing that you can just do everything yeah no one is so that's a little recap of what's been going on with us lately so we will keep we you did on our little road trip though we did pack lots of snacks and yeah. we I'm trying to think what we took I was really upset because I got to my we took um our dog to have some girl a girl watcher who was super sweet and we're so fortunate that we had her but we she lived kind of by our parents so we went drove to our parents house first to go pick up my mom and I was very upset that I left my mosaic trips at home. You would have thought that it was like we were like Sam was like throwing a fit, like a legit fit. I was like, no, it wasn't like a fit. um, fit. I was upset about it because I really wanted some. I really (laughs) wanted some. Like I knew I was gonna be like I didn't know what the meal situation was gonna be. Luckily, like I could order as much as I wanted because you guys know we like to eat a lot. But um, so I always like to pack. No matter where I'm going, I always pack a lot of snacks, either it's on the plane or wherever I'm going. But. I always am snacking, so that's that's a given. <laughs> Pretty much no matter. I went to um, a wedding a couple weeks ago, and I even packed some snacks. <laughs> I was actually no going to It was a formal wedding, and I was going to wear – I got this really cute gold clutch, and it was going to be really cute with my dress, my long dress that I was wearing. And then I also had my Gucci, like my sa- – uh, Soho. Know, Soho, it's like a crossbody bag. It's pretty small, but it, it can fit more than this little clutch. So my mom was like, oh, are you going to wear the clutch? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try. And then I was getting my stuff ready for that night at the wedding, and I was switching my purse. Excuse me, I'm yawning. And I could not fit all my stuff in there. I couldn't fit in. I took in my favorite crackers. I took an <laughs> apple. <laughs> you put an apple in there? Yes, that purse. It actually fits a it's good a amount. It's a great bag. Yeah, it looks small, but it. it expands, and you can really fit a lot. You can get so it all in there. So I tried to stuff I wish you could have seen me. I tried to stuff it in my little clutch, and it was just not going. I could have cut the apple, I guess, but... I just decided to stick with my Gucci bag. It didn't really match the outfit necessarily, but I could fit in like the little snacks. I packed some apple chips. Oh my god! <laughs> and actually, you had a full spread. Taylor had. I mean, I had like a veg- like a vegan dinner, but it was just like vegetables. It was really good. But as usual, I was like by like ten o'clock, I was hungry. It had been like a few. So hours. when did you go in for the snacks? Like a few hours, like maybe an hour or two later. Oh, after dinner. Yeah. Because well, how did you pull that separate. out? I mean, we were just sitting at a table. I, it was, <laughs> we weren't all eating anymore. People so had gone did you bite into the apple at the table? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't eat the apple at the wedding. I'm uh, sorry. I, I realize now I didn't eat that. I didn't end up eating it. No. <laughs> I should have cut it into pieces. I can just imagine you at the table just taking a bite. No, I did eat that after the ceremony. I ate it in the car, though. Yeah. Um, I did have apple chips and crackers, which are great to bring on hand because you can just eat those, like, 
quietly. But everyone is laughing at me because they know me. They know that's what I'm going to do. Pull out my snacks. Yeah. But another thing that I always take with me recently has been hand sanitizer. And I know that's true for anyone because with everything going on. But honestly, Lex and I are like avid hand sanitizer users. I was before. Before COVID, before anything. Just because I feel like I'm always touching my face, touching being my phone, which is probably a million like things of bacteria on there harboring all that stuff so I always pack that with me one of the ones we've been using a lot that we've talked about before is by CBD for life and they have tons of CBD products anything from like creams to actual CBD products but they also recently came out with a hand sanitizer with any everything that was happening and they donated which is really cool they donated a bunch of cases to the frontline workers and organizations stuff like that so there is an actual CBD in that hand sanitizer but it does have hemp seed extract and aloe which really helps from drying out your hands and I feel like that's a big problem with hand sanitizers and another thing I love about them is they're female founded and operated and they're based in the east coast which is amazing you us you go usa and so you guys want to try them out you can go to cbdforlife.us and type in code double dose d-o-u-b-l-e-d-o-s-e for 20 percent off their entire site and thank you to them for sponsoring this episode so since we're talking about food we thought we would talk about some stuff you know a lot of us we've talked about eating plant-based slash vegan on our podcast lots of times and we thought a lot of you guys are probably trying it out. We've heard so many stories, a lot of successful stories from you guys who decided to give it a shot or even try the celery juice or any of those things and implement them in your lifestyle. And I love hearing all you guys try it and see great results because that's what's ultimately changed our health in the last, I mean, it's been two years now, which is crazy. I know. It's flown by. But... Um, I feel like it can be kind of tricky to know what foods to eat. Some of you guys do message me and say, I tried eating vegan or I'm vegetarian, but I don't see any different results. I mean, the number one thing I would say is you got to be patient. But the other thing is there's some mistakes and things you could be doing better that maybe you're just not aware of. I mean, with any anything you do in life, it's trial and error. And I feel like there's so many marketing schemes out there that you're like, oh, I'm doing it right. Like I'm eating the right foods, but you might not be. So we thought we'd share some tips on mistakes not maybe not mistakes, but things you could be doing better. And when you're when you switch to a plant based lifestyle or vegan, even if you're just doing it a couple of times a week. So I'll be honest, like when we we've talked about this before, but we talked about you know why we started eating plant based and all that stuff. And originally, like I was not on board. I was like I had seen so many documentaries. I was like I don't care. That's great and everything, but I just am not really, I'm not going to give up my meat. I'm not going to give up my seafood or my eggs. Like, what am I going to eat all day? And I feel like that's already a misconception right there because just because you're eliminating all those foods doesn't mean there's not, there's so many things you can make at home. And I will say you have to get used to it. It's a big change. So that's why I say start slowly. Maybe don't eliminate meat all in one time. Maybe just do it like one meal a day or even just do a meatless Monday one time a week because you really have to get adjusted. But the first thing I would say is, you, like I said, you need to eat a lot of variety. Sam and I are creatures of habit, so we're probably not the best example of this. Like, I can eat the same thing every day if I really like it and I don't get bored of it. Like, I mean, with exceptions. But for the most part, I my, my meals are kind of boring. Like, I don't eat too exciting. If I do, it's like something from our ebook, then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make something more creative today. Even though they're not hard to make, I just like I just get kind of lazy. I'm like, this is what I know how to well, make. Well, it's not. Yeah, I love eating like things with variety, like making fun recipes. Even when we're out of town, it was fun to eat like different plant based dishes that I've made some kind of variety about. But ultimately, like 
when it comes to dinner time and I've worked all day, I'm like, just probably like a lot of you guys, unless I've prepped something and I have something ready or I have an idea in my mind of like, this is how I'm going to make it. This is what I'm going to do. I'm like, uh, I'm just going to like make this quinoa and vegetable thing that I always make every night. Which is fine. Yeah. But like, I know some people just get tired of that and that turns them away from eating this way because you're like, I'm not going to eat vegetables every day. That's so boring. I will say it really depends what sauces you're using, what spices you're using, like that really makes a huge difference. If you're just going to eat raw veggies with nothing on them or just steamed vegetables, like I can eat that, but most people aren't rabbits like we are. So you definitely want to get creative. If you guys are new, we have an ebook, a recipe ebook. And if you guys don't know what an ebook is, it's just like a digital recipe book and it's a PDF form. So you can buy it on our blog at doubledose.com if you just search ebook or rest or plant-based, it should come up. But it has tons of recipes in there, everything from smoothies to salads to uh, entrees, desserts. We have a ton of stuff in there. It's a good way to get started and they're really easy to make and they're exactly how we eat. So definitely worth taking a look at that. You also want to make sure like you're eating enough carbs because we eat our diet is like 80 to 90 percent carbs and I don't mean like lots of breads and stuff like that but we eat stuff like quinoa beans fruits pasta we'll have well I don't eat whole I don't eat wheat so we use the red lentil pasta or the chickpea pastas but they also have brown you rice could do too. yeah you could do brown rice or whole wheat pastas I mean if you eat gluten but you definitely want to eat that I mean you could do like I don't eat a lot of rice but we did have forbidden rice which is that black rice we had that in so good Austin and it my mom was obsessed with it she loves rice and it, it's really good it has good flavor and it has a lot of health benefits so definitely do that and then you just want to make it creative like there's so many ways if you could go on Pinterest there's tons of meal ideas but make sure you're not just eating literally just raw vegetables which are fine those are the best thing you could eat but I know that gets boring so keep that in mind Another thing is being obsessed with protein. I know this is this is probably the number, I think the top, top thing that we get asked. And it would have been our question and too. Back a I, years yeah, ago. and that's the whole reason I like initially was like, no, like what about the protein? Like I would like turn my nose up at people like, I wouldn't say anything, but I'm like, where's the protein? But the thing is, is that I realized like you don't need that much protein. At least I don't think I need that much. The thing was for me was I didn't eat a lot of carbs at that time for whichever whatever reason I was doing it. I don't know. I just ate a lot of protein, a lot of vegetables. And I did at that I will say half my plate was vegetables. Like I would eat a lot even at that time. But every time I was hungry and needed a snack, I would go for like, oh, let me just have a piece of this grilled chicken that I ate or a hard boiled egg or something like that, which is fine. But for how I eat now, it's like I wouldn't be going for those kind of things because I don't eat them anymore. And I will say, like, it, I mean, I looked really lean when I ate this way, and I don't think, I think it works great for some people. We're only speaking from our experience. You guys can go back to our blog, or if you've been following us for a long time, you guys know we went, I don't want to sound like a broken record. So the reason we switched over was because about three, three and a half years ago, we, no, actually more than that. Yeah, three and a half years ago, we were super lean, like feeling great, killing our workouts. And then it's all probably of, four years. Four years ago, maybe. Yeah. All of a sudden, like slowly, I started noticing, you, you know your body the best, but I, to make a long story short, I started noticing I, I was getting, I don't know if I was gaining weight necessarily or just getting very inflamed. My body was getting inflamed, like poofy looking, puffy looking. And that's the best way I can describe it. I mean, I went to many, many doctors of all kinds, hormone specialists, functional doctors, lymphatic drainage specialists, you know, any kind of doctor, dietitian. I went to so many nutritionists, 
everyone I could think of, someone would recommend this person was a godsend. I would go to them and like with no result. I would spend a ton of money, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and just desperate to make myself feel better. And um, for those of you guys know we have implants, I know people like like to talk about that. I'm going to go off on a tangent, but we that but these were all things before we got our implants put in. So I don't think it helps situation, but I don't think that's for us. That wasn't like the main. That's not why we got sick. But anyway, back to that story. We had tried everything. Some people had recommended plant based, and I was like, no. Like Alex and I were like, uh-uh. like I mean, in my mind, I was like, no. And because I had adopted eating the way I was, pretty much like a paleo lifestyle, and I felt great using. It. I had hypothyroid, but I felt I felt great on that, and like I could kill my workouts and everything. And then I just started slowly noticing that I was gaining weight or just like inflammation and it would not go away no matter what I did. So this, after we probably went to doctors and trial and error for like two years and I just, I got, honestly, I got worse. So it wasn't until I went plant-based and pretty much that, I mean, there were some other things I did, but it was pretty much plant-based that my inflammation did go down. It took a little bit. It took probably six months to a year for it to fully go down for the most part. But it is a slow change, but I felt instantly I'd gotten so sick that I couldn't even work out anymore. So instantly, within a couple days, my energy was like way back, and I haven't really looked back. So I did transition to eating. We have many podcasts on this, so I'm not going to do a whole story like I said, but we did eat um, a lot of fish in between transitioning, and I will still eat seafood. Like I'll have seafood here and there sometimes, especially if I'm out of town and I'm craving it and it's fresh and I want it, or if it's out somewhere and that's what I want. But for the most part, I do stick to my plant-based diet I do like eat a lot at home just because it's honestly easier it's less expensive and it's harder unless I'm going somewhere that's like really like caters to plant-based it's very hard you have to get used to how you're going to order and you have to expect that you're going to have to snack a lot and be you might not necessarily be as full when you're eating out as you're used to just because of what you're eating but there's times I leave places and I'm pretty full so it just depends on what you're eating but I don't want to go on a tangent about that but that's pretty much why we switched. So I don't think it's – I wanted to get on that topic because I don't want to bash anyone else's, else's yeah. method of eating. I think – I hope you guys know that if you've been following us for a while or been listening to our podcast, you know that we've eaten pretty much every single diet you can think of, at, like in quotes, like paleo, gluten-free. I don't even know what the other ones are. We tried keto for a little bit, like very short. But we – this is what we stuck with for the last couple of years and that's what's made me feel so much better, inflammation. And I've shared some before and afters. It's just really inflammation. I It started falling off not super quickly but that was what worked for us. And so we are not – like Taylor does not eat the uh, plant-based. He eats a little bit but he still eats meat and, and seafood and chicken and everything else regularly. So – it works for him. I think if it works for you and you don't feel like you have health issues and you eat it. I mean, we went from one extreme to the other. I know, I know in college and when I first did like personal training and everything, I would eat pretty much a balance of like everything. I, and then it got really like really one-sided where I was like, I ate like pretty much my diet was so much protein that I feel like for my body, it was too much for me. But I think everything in moderation, if it works for you, you don't need to change it. But if you feel like you need a switch up, that's when I would maybe try this out for a little bit yeah so the protein yeah the protein I don't personally think that you need as much as you think you do but I'm not an expert so maybe you know trial and error and see how much like play around with how much you think you need um I we get protein we have a blog post on this if you search protein on our blog but we get protein from lentils chickpeas spinach broccoli um we don't eat a lot of tofu and the other meat substitutes but it's definitely an option if you, like, want to eat those. Um, you could try them out. Obviously, there's, like, 
protein powders. Yeah. There's only a few that I would like yeah. recommend. So but. we are currently trying a new one out. So we'll let you guys know if we like it. Um, I don't really like do them a lot, protein powders, but it's just something, you know, to add in if you're, you know, if you want more protein or if you want like a shake or something or something to bake with, it's something nice to have. But I don't, I don't say you have to have them. So that's one thing. Then eating too many meat and cheese substitutes, I will say this is something where you need to kind of be a little careful. If you're eating these like every meal, I would definitely try to eat more whole natural foods because the whole reason like that vegan is good for you is because you're supposed to be eating a, an abundance of fruits and vegetables, like all the natural foods that people kind of don't eat as much as they should have. So when you're eating like these substitutes, it's fine if you're craving something, you want something, I get it. But you don't want to eat them every day because they're not, they're not the most natural things out there. I don't think if you look at the ingredients, it's a lot of soy and like just, you know, it's it's not a real meat. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. On Another thing on, on that, piggybacking on that, if you're in a, if you're new to eating plant-based, vegan, vegetarian, whatever you're doing, a new diet, you want to make sure that you're not just like marketing like Alexis was saying. The gimmicks are really, you know, they have a lot of gimmicks and they'll put some on their packaging that make you want to buy it, of course. So it's really important when you're looking, even if you're just trying to make healthy changes, like let's say you're just going to eat, you're still going to eat animal protein, you're still going to eat all that stuff, but you're just trying to make better choices. One, my number one tip would be read the labels. And I remember when my mom... We first, when we first really started getting into healthy eating, probably in college, we were kind of showing her like how important it is to read labels. I feel like that's become more of a thing, but this was like 10 years ago. And I don't think it was as a thing. And you really got to look at like, it might say in the front, like healthy, plant based, vegan, dairy free, this and that. All this soy, soy free, whatever. And you look at the package and you really need to look at the back of it because they'll have tons of like hydrogen hydrogen and oils. They'll have really, really processed oils that actually like they upset my stomach a lot when I eat those. And you don't realize how much like junk can be in there. Like there's some that aren't that bad. But just know usually 99% of the time if it's in a package like that, it's not going to be like just expect that. If you made it yourself or you didn't eat that, it's probably a better choice. But I think you can't be perfect. It's okay to eat that stuff once in a while, yeah. especially if it's in moderation. But I think the biggest misconception is you see it on the labels. You just assume that it says plant-based and vegan that's automatically healthy, and that's not necessarily the case. Yeah, and then I would also say to try to make them at home. Like if you're going to buy a veggie burger, I know it's easy to buy the package ones. There are some that are better, but try to make them at home. Try to bake stuff in the oven. Try to make your own sauces. I know it's like – more of a job to do, but they're really some that are really not that bad. They really take like five minutes. So yeah, I mean, and there are some on the market that like we buy regularly because we like them. They're not processed. It's just you need to. My main tip is just focus on the ingredients on the back of the label instead of just seeing the first thing that comes to your eyes at the front because they're gonna make you want to buy it off the shelf. Obviously, yeah. So kind of going off that, the eating junk food and calling it healthy. I mean, this applies to any diet that you're eating, but. Like Sam said, there's a ton of like bad marketing things out there. Like there's, you know, vegan cookies, vegan this, vegan that. I'm like, yes, they're vegan, but they still have sugar in them. They still have all this other stuff, oils in them. So they're fine to have it as a treat, but like don't go eating it thinking, okay, this is vegan, so it's healthy. That's like the biggest misconception. Um, again, going off the baked goods, I mean, there's tons of like, I see them all the time at the grocery stores, vegan this, vegan that, um, cookies, cakes, and it's just like, yeah, like they're health. I mean, yeah, they're vegan, but they're not necessarily like the best for you. They still are just as bad as the ones you'd make with regular stuff, except they don't have dairy in them. And then there's that whole stuff with vegan butter, which I don't, I mean, again, it's fine. You want to use it, but just know that it's probably not the best. 
Um, and then like another thing is not eating enough. Like a lot of you guys will message me and you guys are surprised at how much I eat. Even though I don't even think that's like a good, I have some, I have some Instagram TV videos on my Instagram account, but even then, like, I feel like that's not even like a good depiction of how much I snack during the day. So it's like, that's like, you know, when you type in your calories, like on an app or something, and you're like, oh, well, I'm just not going to eat that. Cause I'm like, I have to record it. So you talk yourself out of it. It's like her, when she was recording herself that day, like what she was eating, I'm like, okay, on a normal day, I feel like you snack 10 times yeah. what you posted. But even then, so you guys were like, so you're like, I can't eat that much. And like the thing is, you do have to eat a lot. Like, I mean, you don't want to be hungry. And if you're not hungry, you don't want to not eat enough. So that's like the worst thing you can do. So I'm constantly snacking all day. And yes, I know it's fruits and vegetables and other stuff. But, you know, it adds up and I'm still like, I'm hungry because you don't have the fat from protein to keep you full. So you're just like snacking all the time, which is fine. Like, don't feel embarrassed that you're doing that or feel like you're doing something wrong. Um, and then just, you know, be mindful that you're choosing the right kinds of foods. Um, also be, be open to trying new foods. Like we tried jackfruit. Uh, we've tried, I'm trying to think what other stuff we've tried. I mean, when we were out of town, we tried a lot of stuff too, like different burgers. We had like hemp seed, um, meatballs. meatballs. Hemp seeds are really great for protein and a lot of other uh, benefits as well. Another thing I wanted to say was you want to make sure you're getting enough B12, um, and iron. Those are two that it's easier to get if you're eating animal protein and other, um, Things. I mean, I think B12 is important for anyone. Same with iron because if you're not, if you're kind of like a picky eater, you're probably not getting enough either. But it's really important. Go get your levels checked. Make sure that you are not low because it will definitely affect how you're going to feel every day. Um, we've shared our favorite B12. We take the tri-blend, which we'll link it up in the show notes, the tri-blend B12 by Global Healing. And I think you can use code, is it... Alexis. It's either Alexis or you can use code Samantha for 10% off. And we'll put the link, like I said, but we love it. We've been using it for years and it works so well. It's just a dropper. It tastes good. Um, they also make a vitamin C and... We have an episode on supplements. Yeah, we have episode on supplements. Go check that out. one out for all the different ones we take. But that one's vitamin C is one that you definitely need to make sure you're taking. And, I mean, sorry, vitamin C and B12. Another one is iron because... That is something that's in a lot of animal products, and it's very hard to get that exact level from plant-based. So we take an iron supplement every day just to make sure we're eating enough iron because that can also make you feel a lot worse if you're low in that. Um, we already talked about eating enough calories. You also want to make sure you're drinking a lot of water. This is true for like any diet, but it's super important because when you're plant-based, you're eating, a, you're taking in a ton of fiber every day, and if you don't drink enough water, it's not you're you're going to get super constipated. Just to put it, just to put it blatantly, because you're taking a lot of fiber that will back you up. If you don't have water that will like help push it along, you're going to get super dehydrated, and in turn, you're not going to go into the bathroom, which is a whole slew of problems. And it's just important anyway to stay hydrated. It affects so much of your body, your skin, just obviously digestion, everything like that. I mean, fiber is great. It's really important for your health and it prevents a lot of diseases to having a high fiber diet. You just want to make sure you drink enough. And you also want to make sure that, like Alexa was saying, make sure you're eating enough whole foods. If when in doubt, I say grab, if you're like out somewhere, like at a hotel or I'm trying to think you're like at a friend's house and you're hungry and you're not sure what to eat, you're hungry, just stick to something that's a whole food that you would find, that you could find in the produce section at the grocery store. That's like your best bet. It has tons of nutrients, whether it's fruits or vegetables, or if you're out to eat and you're like, what do I get? Stick for something that's fruit related or like um, grain related or something like that, that you know you'll be getting some kind of um, 
nutritional benefit from. And then the last tip is making sure you're consuming a diet that has calcium. So that's a lot of people will often do that as well. I know everyone thinks, oh, when you think of calcium, what do you think of because of marketing? You think of milk. But honestly, there's tons of ways you can get calcium on a a plant-based diet and to where you might not even have to take a supplement. So you can do, we have like tons of kale, collard greens, broccoli, bok choy, almonds, figs, and oranges. And they're really great for, they're really rich in calcium. And if you just have a few servings of those a day, um, you'll be set. And so, and then one more tip I forgot to share was that it's really important to meal plan or at least kind of have an idea of what you kind of want to make every every night or maybe what you will kind of so a few ideas that we want to prep for the week like for example if you prep some quinoa we have a recipe in our ebook to make a really good one but you can add that as a side dish you could have that with vegetables on top you could put that in a salad stuff like that so you had that ready on hand you already have like a side dish ready you can even prep some oven roasted vegetables or a salad without the dressing you could have that ready for a few days just so you have something set it's really important so that you don't get home and you're like okay what am i going to eat now So those are kind of our tips for mistakes, easy mistakes you can make when you're switching to a plant-based diet, really any kind of diet. And with that being said, we kind of wanted to go into some more tips on that line about bloating, kind of like how it happens. And honestly, we deal with it all the time. Yeah. Even though I feel like angles are everything in our pictures, you're like, oh, they're never bloated. I'm like, I promise you I am. Like, it's definitely Instagram versus reality. I know that I'm going to sound dramatic, but... Sam and I joke all the time in this in the mirror, like stick her stomach out, and it's like I look like I have a pre- like I could probably pretend like I'm announcing a pregnancy, and you guys would probably believe me. So just so you know, like everyone suffers, everyone suffers with it. So yeah, if you want to jump in, so back to the water thing. I think I touched on that a little bit. The first tip is make sure you're drinking enough water so that the fiber can do what it's supposed to do. So if you don't, if you just drink, eat a bunch of fiber. And let's say you just ate a bunch of vegetables or you're just eating a bunch of grains that have a lot of fiber, like way more than you're used to, and then you just don't really hydrate, it's going to literally clog you up. Like that's exactly what's going to happen. Then you start getting, I mean, TMI, but you start getting really gassy and it will smell a lot because it's, your, your, your gut's pretty much like dehydrate. All the, it's like escaping, but it's not being eliminated. So it's pretty much, the water really depends on pretty much your body, but Everyone at least should drink. Like we try to drink at least what's that size of the water bottle? It's I think it's 64. like it's sixty four ounces. I would say half a gallon. I would say at least half a gallon a day, at least. And I drink more than that because I'll have like teas and I'll have like other topo chico or something on the side. But you really want to make sure you're doing that because that can really back you up. Of course, like I was traveling um, a few weeks ago, and sometimes it'll happen to me when I'm traveling. I won't be regular anymore, or I go get catch some kind of bug. Like that's what happened to me a couple weeks ago. It was the worst because I was traveling and. I would literally like TMI, but like I wasn't going to the bathroom for like a few days. And mind you, with my diet, I I am very regular like all the time. So it was not comfortable at all. I got to the point where I was like feeling nauseous because I just kept, of course, my diet so high in fiber. I just kept eating and I was like <laughs> hoping like something would happen, but like it was not until I literally like my bug went away. It was horrible. So that usually doesn't happen to me because I stay hydrated. But during that time, I, I was drinking so much water. I was eating so many apples. I was trying everything, but it just wasn't happening. But normally it works like a charm. Just eat a lot of fiber, stay hydrated, and you'll be like, you, go. you will be super regular and you'll feel like so much lighter because you're not clogged up like that. And then this one. So this is another one. Chew your food thoroughly. I am like the worst person at this. I try to be more mindful of it. But the thing is, I'm I just not. So you really have to make sure you chew a lot because 
If you're not, it's not fully digested when it goes down, you know, travels through your digestive system. And it, when you have, when you do chew better, the acid and the enzymes can help break down your food better. And that way you can also digest better. And chewing also is part of your digestion. So I, I remember I read that it like signals to your brain that you're like, it helps signal to your brain that you're full. So if you're just chewing really fat lot, every very quickly, you're not going to realize that you're, you eat and what you eat and, and like that your body's full. So definitely want to make sure you're doing that. Another one is blending foods so that might sound simple and like I already know that but it's really comes to a lot of things like obviously kale is a, one of the ones that is really great for you but it could be hard to digest or you just don't enjoy eating it so you could blend that into like a smoothie or into like a pesto something like that it's obviously if you think about it just like you're chewing you're supposed to make it into a paste so that'd be pretty much the same thing that's why they say juices and smoothies are a lot easier on your digestive system because they're already chewed up basically you could also, like, if you don't want to have chickpeas on their own, obviously you can blend that into hummus. That's what you make hummus from. So you can do a lot of things, smoothies, like I said, all different things, and that will help because it's a step of the digestion that's already done for you. So if you find that you either don't like eating the, the like, traditional form of it or you find that you get really bloated, I would try blending that stuff because it's already, like, broken down for you. Another thing that we have obviously implemented in our life is cooking vegetables. So I know it's... I mean, the best thing you can do is eat them raw, but I know, first of all, it gets boring. Second of all, eating cooked vegetables is easier in your digestive system. So we love, especially at night, we'll eat a lot of cooked veggies. We either saute them or bake them or roast them. And those are a lot easier to break down because raw foods are very high in fiber and they just require more effort to break down than steamed vegetables or something. You can even lightly steam them too so you don't lose that many benefits, but it's still, I mean, there's still vegetables at the end of the day, so you can't go wrong. Another tip that I don't know if I necessarily do this, but it's good for those of you guys that are looking for a tip, is they're saying to spread the fiber out throughout the day. So we, like, I mean, I feel like we eat just It's every day. day. Yeah. But let's say for lunch, you're just eating, like, a giant raw salad, and you just feel like you get super bloated from that. Maybe you don't have as much fiber, like, kind of, like, balance it out. Just have, like, instead of having the entire breakfast or lunch be fiber, try to, like, balance it out with some other things. Like, maybe start small. Like, instead of adding two cups of beans a day, start with, like, a quarter cup. Just start smaller for your body to get, get used to it. And here we're going to share some remedies that you can use for – if you are bloated, which it will happen a lot, trust me. I even get more bloated. Like, obviously, your hormones play a big factor in it, but obviously what you're eating, I mean, you can avoid, um, like, I know cruciferous vegetables, which are really great for their health benefits. Those, like, are broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts. Those tend to bloat people, and so do, like, um, beans and stuff like that. So if you find... I would the best thing to do is like really take notes of what you're eating and what what kind of reaction do you have after that because it'll really play a role. You get very in tune with your body. I feel like when you switch to like plant based because you can really figure out. I can tell when I've eaten an oil that doesn't agree with me. Like if I eat out, they'll use like canola oil and my stomach. Ninety nine percent of the time, if they use a lot of it, it gets pretty upset. So it goes away within like an hour, but I can tell when it's something that does not agree with me. Or I just get like really gassy and super like that full feeling. Or I feel like super full when I really shouldn't be that full. Um, Which is not the feeling I have right now. Yeah. I'm hungry. So anyway, the, here's, these are some tips that are like natural remedies that 
um, will help you guys allevi alleviate some bloating. First of all, you want to make sure that you always take a probiotic. That's number one. We have one. It's called Seed, and I've shared it on my Instagram stories. But we have a code for it if you guys want to try it out. It's a subscription service. They send it to you every month, and I love it. It's a prebiotic and a probiotic in one. And we've been taking it for over a year. We really love it. I think it makes a huge difference. And I'll share the link in the show notes, but the code is double dose. So then now we're going to talk about some of the natural remedies we were talking about that we use for when we get really bloated. I mean, they're not like a cure-all, but they definitely help, and there's science that backs all that up. So one of them, number one, is ginger, and it's been used like forever for indigestion, gas, and bloating. So there's many ways you can consume it. You can actually buy like the ginger root, and you can add that. You can boil that with water and make it into like a tea. They also make like actual ginger tea packets that are great. I think um, Traditional Medicinals makes a brand that we it's one we always use. Um, like I said, you can add it with water and lemon in the morning as well or throughout the day. You can put it into like as a spice into soups or like cut up like the raw root into soups or curries or different things. So you can get it in that way. Um, another one is Herbal's Teas. So again, they make um, a ginger tea, but they also make peppermint teas, fennel teas, and those are all known to help with digestive relief and they help Obviously, if you're drinking them in the form of a tea, you're getting more water in, which we talked about how important that is. Lemon water is another thing that's really great for digestion and neutralizing your stomach acid. So those are also really great um, ways that you can stay hydrated and also get benefits. We use those a lot. The ginger, the teas, and the lemon water are like our number one. Yoga, there's a lot of poses you can do too that are really good for relieving gas and bloating. So I would look into those as well. Um, that's pretty much what we do. And then number one I, that I know I fall back on, for if we were to say what we don't do well, it's the chewing the food. That's what I don't do well. And everything else, it's like I just accept the fact that I'm eating a high-fiber diet. That's what's going to happen. But it really is reactions in your body. That's why you get bloated. So um, another thing we do is celery juice. I know I didn't list that one out because I feel like some people are like against medical medium. They don't believe in this whole celery juice thing. But we've done it for two years um, pretty regularly, and it's known to help increase your stomach acid, which helps decrease your bloating, and it helps kill a lot of bacteria um, that you don't that like increase. Like if you have bacterial overgrowth, that will like increase your bloating. So that I feel like that's helped me a lot too with in regards to bloating, but. Realistically, I mean, I think if you are super healthy and you have nothing wrong with you, you shouldn't be bloated when you eat these things and you chew properly, but no one's perfect. No one's like in perfect health and no one chews. I don't think anyone, unless you're really mindful, you don't chew your lettuce into like a paste. You don't. Like that's just realistic. At least I don't. So those are some of our tips. If you guys have any other ones, you can definitely feel free to share them with us. We love learning about all this stuff as you can tell. Yeah, we're super into it. So another thing that we love is we love our jewelry. You guys ask about it a lot. And we have been sharing this company probably for years now. Um, it's called Switch. And what it is, it's basically a subscription service where you can rent jewelry, designer pieces. So we um, we love like the whole idea behind it. You guys know that we wear a lot of David Yurman, but if you're on the hunt for a David Yurman piece or you really just want to wear one for a little bit, this is a great way to do it. So it's called Switch, like I said. They have a bunch of designers that are range from Chanel, Gucci, YSL, Hermes, David Yurman. They have a ton of other designers too. And we have used it for a long time. We love the Yurman pieces and we've shared it for you guys in the years. But we um, wanted to share a little bit more about it in case you guys haven't heard of it or you maybe you weren't following us um, a long time ago when we shared it. 
So basically how it works is you sign up to become a member. It's ranges. It starts at $29 a month. And you get that after that, after you sign up, you'll access their, all their collections. You can pick pieces out and check them out. And then for each month that you're a member with them, each month they're subscribed, you get credits that you can put towards buying a new piece from their collection. So you can actually buy the stuff that you're wearing for a discounted rate. And then you get credits on top of that. And then it's what's really cool about it and, and just convenient is that it's free shipping um, to you and back so when you order uh, or you sign up and you and you get the pieces sent to you and you select them it'll come your box will come with your pieces and then the return label back so whenever you want to swap them out for different ones you can keep them as long as you want and it's free to send back um we love that they have like i said all these different brands that you can try out we love, like I said, we've we've done the Yerman. Um, we've done recently. I rented out some brooches, like little pins, like a YSL one, a Chanel one, and a Gucci one. They're just fun to put, like on denim jackets or blazers or bags or anything like that. But they have rings, they have bracelets, necklaces, um, earrings. They have every, all sorts of stuff. And they gave us a code for you guys to try if you want to try it out. You can use code Double Dose and you get half off your first month with them. So. You're saying, any of their plans. Yeah, any of the, oh, yeah, any of the plans because they start at $29. And I think I think with the first plan, you can rent one or two pieces and then it goes up from there. And I don't know if Alexa said this, but another cool thing about their thing is, which is really unique, you can switch them out as often as you want and or you can keep them as long as you want and then switch them out like, you know, if you want to hold them on to them for longer or if you're like the kind of person that likes to switch them out often, you can do either one. And once they receive your items, you can go open up your closet and pick them out. And what's also cool is you guys can go look at it right now without signing up. You can see what items they have. So you can kind of get an idea of like it matches your style and what you would want to rent out before you even have to sign up for it. Yeah, so that's all about that. You can let us know if you guys have any questions about it or what our experience has been. We're going to share a blog post too. There'll be one up on our blog probably by now. So um, you can definitely check that out. And we have older posts as well that share other pieces we've selected from them. So that's all about that. And that's all we have for this episode. Actually, no, I forgot. We are going to share our favorites. I forgot. I spoke too soon. So speaking of hydration, we're going to share a few favorites from Amazon that we've liked recently. One of mine I'm holding right now is the gallon, the half gallon water bottle that Sam shared that she was talking about. It is my favorite. My mom got it first and I was like, oh my God. This she thing. got us hooked on yeah, it. Yeah, this thing, you can thank Trish for this recommendation. She got this water bottle because she wanted to drink more. And I was like, this thing looks ridiculous. It's too big. Where are you <laughs> going to carry this thing around? And I was laughing at her when she could barely hold her hand around it. But then... I shared it in my stories, and then all of you guys are the ones that influenced me to get it because I shared it, and then all of you guys were buying it and sending it to me, and I was like, okay, I think I need one of these. So then I ordered it. Sam and I got our own, and I am obsessed. I've had it for, two, like, a week now or two weeks now. No, probably, like, two or three now. And um, I am obsessed with it. I took it with us on our trip. I filled it up every day. And People were asking I feel them. so accomplished. Yeah, I feel so accomplished because it has these, like, motivational quotes to get you to keep drinking and then it starts at 7 a.m and goes all the way up till 9 9 p.m but i usually finish it before 9 p.m i'm pretty good but i think it's good because then you actually know how much you're drinking yeah when i put stuff in a big mug i'm like i know i'm drinking a few of those but i'm like i don't know what that amounts yeah to. so it definitely keeps you i put a lemon in there i squeeze a lemon in there you it can tastes put mint you yeah can put ginger you can, you can put fruit in there and then what's yours so mine is the l you know more about it than i do but the LV Neverfull Purse Organizer. Yeah, we just, we've, we, a lot of you were asking about them, and I had one that I didn't really like, and then I got this one, and I really like it. 
it fits they have different sizes but this is the one that fits i have the mm bag the medium one and um i think it's the large organizer i have to it'll tell you which size to get but i love it it holds it makes everything organized i'm all about the organization and it fits perfectly um and it's like really affordable too it comes in different colors and i recommend it if you have a bag like that you could even use it like in a tote bag mm -hmm. for work so lots of options but we'll link those for you guys in the show notes Thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in and for your support on our podcast. It means so much. Thank you for continuing to listen and for all of your sweet messages. If you guys have anything you guys want us to talk about and want to hear us blab about, let us know. We're always happy to take suggestions and ideas. You can email us. You can message us on Instagram. That's probably the easiest way. You can comment on one of our pictures. I try to read all them, but... Anyway, we just want to thank you guys so much. And if you guys could leave us a review or rate us on Apple Podcasts, that would be amazing. If you guys are listening on, like, on Spotify, you just have to just Google um, an extra dose on Apple Podcasts and it'll come up and you should be able to leave a little review or a rating below that. That would be amazing. And we will talk to you guys soon.